Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Magic Sponge podcast. Um, well, um, first things first, I'm here, Rob Beckett, with Ian Smith. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. And our guest, Tony Cotty. How you doing? Hello, Tony. All right? Very um, good. Normally, um, Jimmy Bullard's here. Where is he? There's no I've, Jimmy I've Bullard. Told Jimmy was coming. He's ill, apparently. That old chestnut. Yeah, he's ill. Apparently, not... Monday Club. Yeah. Monday Club. Apparently, Who's that on Monday Club? Apparently, 15 pints of Stella. I mean, Carling. Um, <laughs> Looks like you've been on it, Kev. Look at that. Want a bit of weight here. <laughs> we haven't even introduced him yet, and he's broken a chair. He's, um, we've he's, had, <laughs> I'll have to lean this way. We, we've had to get him a... He snapped a metal hand off a chair. <laughs> you snapped That's a metal. metal. That's the guns. I told you he's going to the gym so, regular. The full weight went on here. Jimmy, Jimmy Bullard's replacement, yeah. Kev Gallon. Hello. Hello, Kev. Um, you've literally broken a chair immediately. Let's have a look at that. That is absolute. That's well, that's the power that's of man. Metal, that's metal. That is metal snaps. We'll take a photo of that. and We can put it on the uh, the older uh, website. <laughs> Whatever it is. We'll stick it on, on our teletext page. Yeah. Um, right, well, let's first of all... Let's all try and snap our chairs. Let's all try and snap our chairs. Um, no Jimmy Bullard. Do we know why Jimmy's... Do you know Jimmy at all, Tony? Uh, I met him once on t- TV. All right. Sky. I think I've done a Sky show with him. Oh, how I, was that? It cl- was good, yeah. He clams up if it's serious, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Gives it all the bigging in the yeah, green room, yeah, clams yeah, up, he was, quite, he was quite serious that night. Yeah. Yeah. He, was steam, he was steaming in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he was last no, night. No, no, he's very ill. He's very <laughs> ill. Sorry, yeah, the yeah. 10 pints of Stella does not... Carling, yeah. always bad. I've seen on Match of the Day, get asked a question and then just pass it on to another pundit because he doesn't know it. This guy asked about Sanchez, like, oh, don't ask me, I'm not a striker, ask Alan. So, Kev Gallon, you're coming to replace Jimmy. Yes, I'm here. It was quite a last minute call because Jimmy phoned in sick at 3 (laughs) a.m., which is not (laughs) ideal, is it? And then the poor producer rung me at 8, and I was was like, Jimmy can't do it. I was like, all right, okay, um, right, he went, hang on, I've got an idea. Put the (laughs) phone down and rung back, went, Kev Gallon's doing it. He's outside. So, Kev, this is a great turnaround because you didn't think he was doing this about two hours ago. No, it was it was this or go to the gym. Oh, really? This sounded so much and this, better. And this one. Don't need yes. to go to the gym. You've already broken yeah, a chair with your bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Um, and what have you been doing? Because like Kev's been on before, Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was on once before, and then um, the, <laughs> fo- yeah. The, yeah, the following week, someone else didn't turn up, but Kev was here. Right. He just sort of knocks about the lobby, <laughs> yeah. been, loitering out the front door. Yeah. It's been it's been with eight, a can of uh, Carlsberg. It's been extra. Oh, is that what you drink? Yeah. And it's been stuff. 18 months. So what have you been doing? It- Just waiting for the call, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Uh, well, and I'm uh, so delighted to be here. Apparently you've been doing a rival podcast. Apparently, yes. Um, I was told uh, when I'd done it that they're your big rivals. The, they what, were. What's it called? They the were dream... stabbing you lot in the back. Were they having a yeah, go? Yeah, I was. it James I was Buckley? protecting you. The dream team. The dream team, yes. And how was that? How was it? Was it what are they saying about us? Can't repeat it on me. Really? Yeah, well, how good. was it? How was it? How was the? How was the podcast? Yeah, it was all right. 
Was it? <laughs> He was, he was no, giving, no, you were giving it off. He, was, he wants to get on it again. That's why he's you not saying it. Nice, you were slagging it off earlier, Kev. Don't go down go to the He was in LA. He was in LA. Especially, yeah. He was in LA and I was there. That's what he did with me. Globe. Just yeah. phoned it in on Skype. Yeah, it was on yeah. Skype, yeah. Skype to in. What's he doing in LA? Pilot season. Pilot season. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that, mate. But, you know, no big deal. No big deal. You're an actor. Tony, Ian's an actor as well. Did you watch, what was it you was in? BBC One Biblical Drama, The Ark. <laughs> Funny enough, I missed that one. Oh, no. Um, and Tony, are you a big Same fan? Are Is you that a... why you got the beard? Were you Jesus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just kept, I've kept in character because I ain't got anything since. <laughs> so he's just waiting for, <laughs> waiting for a sequel. There must be a sequel to Noah's Ark. Just everyone having to, everyone, all the family just having to get it on to get new population, isn't it? What? Noah's Ark? Everyone's died. They've all got the Ark. Yeah, yeah. So they've got to get it. I don't write the sequel. This is what's happened so in the Bible. Are you on it? If Noah's Ark's true, aren't we all? Is it all in? We're all like we're all related, and it's all insane. And who were you yeah. on there? I was Ham. <laughs> Burger. <laughs> I was Ham. One of Noah's sons called Ham. I don't know if they had like. If oh, they, so there was a few of them on there. there. Oh yeah. So how comes there was only like one of each species, but it was more yeah. humans? Yeah, yeah. Well, because all the, he he was going around going like everyone has got to be a huge flood, get my massive boat, and understandably everyone was like. Fuck off, mate. I'm not I very good at religion. Can you get it on ketchup? <laughs> you can, you can Tony's buy it. Tony's you can up buy for it. it on DVD. Can you get it on the, Can you sign it? I think we should edit it that last two edit minutes it. out. No, edit no, that. let's keep it in. He's just, just, this is his CV we're trying to get up here. He's got nothing. I need to remind him I've got a career. And I passed my driving test, if anyone remembers that from you? Series 3. No, but did you, was it, when did you do your driving four test? Four minors. You got four minors? In the back of the car and I still passed. Little joke, little joke. Little joke. Oh, that's good. Well done, Ian. Oh, thank you. So, is, are you trying? You're trying to get an acting job that involves driving. Yeah, I thought it might help. Fast and Furious should be good in that. Fast and Furious, Noah's Ark Seven. <laughs> it's in the future by then. <laughs> you're doing Jimmy's role, aren't you, today, Kev? So, yeah. Do what does he do? Have? I don't know. What does Jimmy do? Um, he's sort of. He's normally eating something. Yeah, he has some olives. Listens and then says something normally liable. Anyway, so you're doing the Jimmy Bullard role today and Tony you're our guest so it's all about you today Kev okay. sort of helping us chat to you and talk about your basically your career in, in football but we sort of, this podcast sort of focuses on more of the unprofessional side of it and oh, the make, stories makes a change to talk about that sort of stuff exactly yeah. we don't want to talk about formations and nonsense like that we just want to talk about when you've been a bit unprofessional or funny Thank things you. that have happened when you've been out I drinking off. for a fact that these guys in their day because a couple of my there's only one there mate I'm not one. saying you but that, that team <laughs> that era that was Bish and was yeah. it a bit lively? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. West Ham, Everton, West Ham. Because you were... Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Everton, what's that? That was the culture, though, Bob. That, 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 that was, that was that what was, it was. It was normal. We, you know, you, you you went out for a drink, you you, you played your, your game, you was had, the, had the, six pints in the players' lounge afterwards, and then you drove home. And that was... <laughs> that was... <laughs> that was... A, <laughs> he played a bit. You was a bit younger though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went down to five when I turned up. That was how it was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do it. That was, you know, that was that was that was the culture, wasn't it? I remember Ian Dowie was like um, another team out of mine. Yeah, <laughs> but he was. We played Tranmere away, and Jerry Francis wasn't. Um, Jerry Francis was with the manager and he wasn't there. He was doing some scouting. So, yeah, he was getting <laughs> he blow dried. <laughs> and uh, Downer said, "Right, lads." Uh, he was in charge of coming. Downer? Who's Downer? Ian Downer. Oh, yeah. Downer? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. So he Why said... is he Downer? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know, but no. he was Downer. Was yeah, Downer. yeah. That's a couple of nicknames. No one knows. Right, so he... At Tranmere, they got... At Tranmere, they got a massive pub in the... In the like, their players, there's a pub. I remember coming off with Downer. It's like... Seven pints, and they're all wait, loads of lads waiting. But there was loads of us in the pub. Caffrey's, remember Caffrey's in the old days, rocket fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, fucking nearly chundering. Oh, great days. They were great days. Well, you, you said about Ibiza. You when you went the pre-season tour of was it pre-season tour of Ibiza or in Ibiza? <laughs> <laughs> well, we was we uh, yeah. We Why'd you go to Ibiza on a pre-season warm-up? Well, I don't know, but it was it was brilliant. Who was that with? QPR. So we get to the airport. We had a six o'clock flight, but we thought, oh, let's get to the airport back too. And we've gone to the pub. <laughs> so, and then we look you on the screen. Oh, yes. Our plane's been delayed two hours. We can stay in here a little bit longer. <laughs> right. So we're drinking, all about eight of us, all drinking. We get on the plane, and the manager is still, he's in IB for ahead of us. So, not the best thing to do. No, no. no. So the physio's in charge, oh. but we're just getting, I think, Tim Brake. <laughs> 
you know, Tim and have oh, a team out, yeah. So we're all just drinking, and Tim's like looking at us, like, and we're like, yeah, we're drinking on the plane. We get off, we drive to the hotel, we have some sandwiches, and the manager says, lads, lads, you know, uh, go and have a drink if you want. We've had a long journey. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning, we're all gone, training at eight, hot, you know, I'd be, be roasting. We cannot pass the ball from five yards. We're not just doing a pass. We can't do it. We're at the end, giggling. Look, we can't even pass it. <laughs> Hiding. Play a match. I just went, I ain't touching the ball. We're playing a match between ourselves. I just ran around, just running around, avoiding the ball, <laughs> pretending I'm busy, closing down. Don't give me the ball. I can't see it. <laughs> That went on for four out of the five days. <laughs> Talking, of, can I tell my little pre-season trip story? Yeah, like, of course. Um, when I was at Everton, yeah. uh, manager Howard Kendall, legendary manager, yeah, yeah. you know, great man manager, but you know, he encouraged actively encouraged the boys to drink together, you go out together. He, he, we went out one pre-season. Everyone went out except Pat Nevin and Andy Hinchcliffe, yeah. and they was the only two who went down for breakfast the following morning, and they got a bollocking for not going out with the lads. <laughs> And it was pre-season, pre-season. And I'm not joking, really? the manager told the pair of them off. And then you wonder why we started the season slowly, you know. It's just like, it's too much going on in pre-season. And it was, so John Lyle was your manager. John was the manager, yeah. And he didn't he um, threaten to resign after you had a night out in Holland <laughs> because you wouldn't pay fines or something? That was, that was McAvenny. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah. He, um, well, Frank had, uh, had arrived and um, John had organised our one and only pre-season trip for that season, which yeah. was to Amsterdam. Now, I mean, of all the places to take a playboy. At the moment, it's been Ibiza and Amsterdam. They, they looked after us in those days. Like, none of this going to Australia and China. We, uh, we went to the proper places. So we go we to Amsterdam. Go to football. We yeah. go out. That's right. We all wanted to enjoy ourselves pre-season. So we played against this crappy team and we got a nil-nil draw. And John, John Lowell said, oh, lads, brilliant pre-season. And we didn't, we didn't win the game, but great effort, good application, all about getting ready for the first game, all that rubbish. And uh, he said, right, like, I'm, I'm so pleased. I'm going to let you have a, a night out. But you've got to be back at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock p.m., right? So we've all gone out, the whole squad's gone into Amsterdam, found a nice bar, had a few drinks. And then I left with Frank McAvenny and Mark Wall, another, another scouser. You've got a scouser, a jock and a cockney, the three of us. Right? We come back, walk into the hotel. That's the start of a joke. No. John Lowell's sitting in reception. It's like quarter to 11. And as we walk in, he's like, oh, well done, Frank, Tony, Mark, well done, brilliant. You know, quarter to 11, absolutely fantastic. He said, breakfast at nine o'clock in the morning, go up and get a good night's sleep. So as we get into the lift, McAvenny looks at me. Again, this is promise a true story. He looked at me, he went, oh, you know, listen, I don't go to bed at 11. I go out at 11. I want a drink, right? So I said, yeah, Frank, listen, I want another drink. I said, but the gaffer's in reception. So anyway, go down the fire exit. So as we're creeping down the fire exit, we could hear giggling. And we looked up and you've got the club captain, Alvin Martin, vice captain, Tony Gale and Steve Walford with the same idea. They want another <laughs> drink as well, right? So anyway, we, we bolted to the, back to the bar we'd been to. Uh, about half an hour later, the rest of the squad arrived. Like everyone's done the same thing. Down the fire exit, the whole squad's at this bar. And we rocked on about three in the morning. And uh, anyway, get back. Obviously, the manager's not in reception. It's three o'clock in the morning. Have a few hours sleep. Come down for breakfast. And then he walks into the breakfast area, John Lowell, who was, who was a fantastic manager, but a very powerful character, like a headmaster type. And he went, right, you lot. He said, I'm not happy. He said, I know some of you was out. So he's looking at like me, Frank and Wardy, just the three of us. That's all he's looking at. Everyone, he's not even looking at anyone else. He said, but we're a team, we're a squad. He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk out the room. He said, if you went out last night, he said, you are fined 50 quid. Now, in the mid-80s, 50 pounds, still a lot of money. Yeah, but it was, like, In the mid-80s, it was a lot of money. So John Lyle walks out the room, came back in expecting 150 pound in the middle of the table. There was 1,200 quid in the middle of the table. <laughs> Everyone had put 50 quid in. <laughs> <laughs> can't sack you all. He can't sack you all. all. Exactly. No, no. <laughs> happened to us. We went out. We was in t another one with Tenerife. We went on three to Tenerife. <laughs> right next, right next to the players, the, the American, what the main strip. We were like round the corner, yeah. and the manager says, "It's like we played a match, and it was now eleven. And we've gone out for Santuit. It's now half eleven, twelve. He said to the lads, "Right, uh, you can have a night out, but you have got to be back at two. It's like twelve o'clock. We were like." We listened. No, 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 no. We all got together. Can't go back at two. Can't go back. This is the last night. We've got to stay out. Got to stay out. So last night, it's work, not stagnant. I'd only, be, I'd only inside. Yeah, I'd only been there a week, and I'm like, oh, lads, he can't sack us all. We all, everyone, <laughs> everyone, exactly. everyone stays exactly, out. Yeah, everyone right. stays yeah. out. So we all like 
he was waiting for us in the in the in reception. Yeah. All the lads were just waving. Sorry, Gaffer. Well, Sorry, Gaffer. <laughs> Straight say, to bed. They say two o'clock because they know you're going to go out. Yeah. So if they don't say two o'clock, you'll go until ten in the morning because he said we can we can stay out. So it's like they give you a deadline. They know you're going to break. Yeah. It? But yeah. It was, but I was. We went to Sweden with a QPR and Jerry Francis was quite smart. He used to say, "Look, lads, you can go out, do what you want." But at eight o'clock in the morning, you're on that pitch and you'll get you're running. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you'd be like, you can't push That's it that way because you're it, like, you go out and have a cup on. That was always the solution, back. though. Yeah. When the solution was if you went out on a night out, especially pre-season, they just run you, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. And, and like nowadays, the players they they'll run 100, 200 meters, 400 meters. But we was like a 10 mile run. You go yeah. around the forest or whatever, and that yeah, was and yeah, and that was it. And you'd sweat it out. You know, yeah. I mean, listen, the legendary Bobby Moore, that Bobby Moore was a, you know, it's common knowledge, he was a proper drinker, but then he would come in, he put the flipping black bin bags on, you remember that? You put that <laughs> yeah, on, the sweat yeah. it all out, and then and you, you went again, and that was it. Um, it's just different culture, <clears throat> different times. We're talking about different times, different culture. Didn't Steve Wolford try and jump out of the plane oh, on the way back from the... <laughs> What? Now that was scary. That was on the way back from oh, Amsterdam. Where are you on this info? the way back from Amsterdam, apparently Steve Wolford tried to jump out hey, of the plane. Yeah, we had to all jump what? on him. He was trying to open the door. He was claustrophobic on the plane, <laughs> and he's trying to open the door. Oh, so there's like, about six of us jumped on top oh, of him. He's trying to. Name there that someone goes psycho on a plane yeah, and tries to open the door. Yeah. God, he said he was dehydrated, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting to jump in the sea. Nothing to do with getting in at four o'clock in the morning after yeah, like, you get a lot of drink. people come out from Amsterdam oh. just dehydrated, don't you? Just the old Amsterdam curse. What dehydration. Yeah, it's very dry there, isn't it? Oh. Sounds a great trip, that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get out of the plane. Um, also, John Lyle, like you said, is a bit of like the headmastery type. You yeah. said he had some strange training methods. I've got here, there was like hide and seek, diving heads in the snow, 35 man bundles, and stuff like that. What, yeah. what, what was it? Hide and seek? Well, when you 35 man bundles. Yeah. Right, the 35 oh, man bundle. No, the 35 man bundle. You've done your research here, Rob. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with the research he's done here. <laughs> <laughs> so the 35 man bundle literally was he said right get all stand behind each other right yeah. so you've got Alan Devonshire who like I mean he's putting a bit of weight now but he was like slim as anything he's at the front then Phil Parks and then everyone lined up behind so yeah. there was a, like, a line of 35 blokes and you're just standing behind everyone and so John I don't know why but he just said right when I say go he said I want the first person just to lay on the floor oh. and then the next one and the next one <laughs> so I'm fine I'm at the back right so <laughs> He said, right, go. So Dev's laid down, Parks, he's flattened him, and then everyone jumps on. <laughs> it was like a rugby scrum. So I'm at the back, I've done a running jump, landed on top of the pile. And anyway, they, he said, right, clear the bodies, clear the bodies. Like, and then <laughs> poor old Alan Devonshire. <laughs> Human centipede. Alan Devonshire's at the bottom, and then you've got Parks. Am I allowed to swear, by the way, on yeah, this? Right, so anyway, Parks, he gets up, he goes, that's the worst fucking thing I've ever done in all my life. <laughs> he was raging, but the, the bodies were piled up. And John didn't explain why we'd done it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, baff so, I'm baffled. Honestly, honest, I mean, he, he was very um, innovative, is the word, where he was looking, always looking to do different things. And then another one, we we come out, for <laughs> we come out um, for training in the morning, like so. It was always like half ten start, yeah. so we walk out half ten, and we're just sort of standing in the middle of the field. And like John comes out, and he goes, right? He said, I want to see the last one out of sight. So like, what do you mean? I said the last one out of sight. So we, we just like the red arrows. We've gone like that. And we're hiding behind the building. Some, <laughs> one of the lads was hiding behind like one of those stick trees. You know, like it's like, it's yeah, like about three inches wide. <laughs> He's hiding behind the tree. There's about 10 behind the dugout. And it was just, but it was just him trying to get you thinking and do different things. And then we did like diving headers in the snow, like you say. And, and then uh, one of the Rugby best. Rugby football. Yeah, rugby thought we'd done that one as well. Like he said, um, he said, oh, it's, it's predicted it's going to be a freezing pitch at the weekend. Like it's going to be, oh, you know, it's like we used to play on them. I mean, when it was a frosty pitch, like nowadays they get cooled off. Well, you don't have it, you under yeah, heating yeah. and that. But he said it's going to be a bumpy pitch, this ball's going to bobble everywhere, so we're going to play with a rugby ball today. <laughs> right, so you're playing with a rugby ball, right? The ball, obviously, you're going like that, and the ball, you know, trying to play football with a rugby ball is not easy. And anyway, after about 15 minutes, the ball came to Mark Ward. He got the ball and he just done a punt and kicked it in the garden, so we couldn't play anymore. <laughs> that was it. The lads went, oh, well done, Wardy, and that was it. And we moved on to something else. But... Football badminton. Oh, it's just. Crazy when you look back at it. Well, we've done some funny... Like in Holloway, we used to do some funny things. Like, oh, he seems like he'd be Yeah, it's like, I mean, we were training and I think we were doing sort of like a, maybe sort of 11 v 11 a match and Kenny Jacket was his assistant at the time and it's all proper training, being a bit serious, whatever. Yeah. And then he'd come out and he'd have like a, 
you know, jukebox thing, whatever. Boombox. Boombox, yeah. And he'd play music and he'd start dancing. Liven up, you miserable fuckers. And he'd put it <laughs> <laughs> and he put it in the middle of the thing and start dancing. Come on, let's get your dance moves going. And he'd be like, dance. Well, the lads were like, this is good. What are you doing? And he'd, he'd be dancing. But not like for like 10 seconds. He'd be going for about five minutes. It's like doing all these shapes and all the lads are screaming. What's he doing? Uh, but no one else would be dancing, but he would do some just, silly what things. What kind of music? Anything in particular? Just, just whatever dance Just track whatever. Was, just whatever some nonsense. Like yeah, yeah. When you're playing, you, go, you know when you see people go out into the fans yeah. and everyone's like, what happened? Because I feel like you'd go in the fans and then immediately just think, I wish I didn't do this. Because it looks like they're like on you and like, Licking you, screaming shit at you, like. Do what, you ever the fans? Like, yeah, when you go and celebrate, and the fans, oh, celebrate, they're all yeah. like. But they're all like, just they just want to cuddle you, and they like, want to like, and don't feel like they've touched and been a part of it. And I, 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 I said about it earlier, they, they, they're so distant. I think now the players, mm. like, they're very in the bubble, protected, and the fans are over there, and the players are over here. But it's also booking now, yeah. It? Which is yeah. sport, which is the money. Yeah. yeah, you can't but jump in like the old. You could jump in yeah. and it's all right. But do you know what? Canada used to. Do you know, that, do you know what the most frightening thing was? Was the last game of the season, last home game of the season. I, I don't know whether it happened in QPR at West Ham. It was just traditional pitch invasion, which is great, right? But what happens is they all come running on and they literally rip your shirt off. They rip your shorts off and they're trying to take everything off you. Thirty-five man bundles. And, and, yeah, and in the end, in the end, like I was coming off, I had a little slip on, like me, and like socks went and everything, like boots, and you just got your slip on. And little you just, pants. Just be pants on. So and they literally ripped it off, and it can be a bit scary, you yeah, know. You want to do eighty-seven minute? For... Just pretend you pulled something. Yeah, that? exactly. I know. Steve Walker didn't like that. If he was a bit no, dehydrated. exactly. No, he wouldn't have liked that one. <laughs> but it was a bit scary. It was just all pile on in that. Um, yeah. Also, as well, um, took, I think the game changed slightly because of the money involved in. Because I've got this here. Once you tried to co do a contract negotiation, yeah. was it with um, John Lyle? And um, <laughs> you asked for some money, and he see what he could do or whatever. And it took a couple of weeks, and you went back in, and he offered you a new contract. And then you said, "Oh, can I ring my family yeah. to see what they think?" Yeah. And he picked up the phone and slammed it in front of you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. Like, well, he didn't have agents. <laughs> yeah. And yet, you can. I'm listening. Why this is why I do defend the role, the good agents. I know there's bad ones, but. Yeah. It, if you imagine like, but like me, I was what uh, I was an eighteen-year-old kid, and I just played the whole season in the first team. And I was the top scorer. I got nineteen goals as an eighteen-year-old. Um, and at That's the amazing. end, amazing. Well, I just started young. I was in the team at yeah. seventeen, and then no, but if that happened now, that'd be even like oh really now. But you'd get really hundred grand a week for only and all that sort of stuff. But you, can you imagine going in like like if you if you like trying to deal with Alex Ferguson or Arsene Wenger, someone like you look up to and. So anyway, I looked up to John Lyle, the legendary West Ham manager, and when we were in the end of the season, then we just he said about oh, he always said, "Oh, the board have done brilliant for you. They've done absolutely brilliant, the board." Right, and then he showed me the contract, and it was good. It was like I don't know three times more than what I'd been getting, but yeah. I wasn't on a lot of money anyway. And, uh, and the other players won't tell you what they're getting. No, with. exactly. And I looked at it and I said, "I said, oh, John, I said I'm really pleased. The board have done brilliant." I said, "But you know, I, I need to speak to me dad." And he picked the phone up, one of those old-fashioned phones, yeah. like you know, like you see in Falls and Horses. Picked it up with a wire, slammed it down, and went, "Ring your dad." It was one of them. And I had to ring my dad up. And then my dad said, well, no, you need to think about it. And eventually I managed to escape out of the office. Yeah. And I, but I had to go back the following day to give him a yes or no because he was just desperate to tie me yeah. down. And But it was it was scary. And that's why I say like you, you can understand why players want agents. You need agents to represent you if you've done what you do. I mean, Ian's not got paid for this for three years, have you? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> Still coming, though. Love it. No, my, my agent didn't do any work for it but got paid commission. Really? Like I've left him now, so you know what I mean? I that's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> you did say you think players deserve to get um, to deserve to demand whatever they want, sort of salary wise. Um, do you still agree with that now? It's sort of gone up a notch. Because oh, Ronaldo's on two hundred eighty-eight grand a week after tax. Uh, Pogba's on a, a bit now as well. He's he? on two ninety. Two ninety. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ronaldo, uh, Messi's on two seven five, but Pogba's on the, the second but, most. But don't you think Tony? Who's who gets the money then? Graziano, so if the, if the Graziano it, Pella. Oh yeah, yeah. he's got it, to China though. Two sixty a week. Jesus. After tax, you know China. what? Like, I always say this, like you know, I'm I'm a passion, I'm a football man, passionate football man. I always say the top players should yeah. get whatever the going there's rate is. There's so much is. money in mm. football. He's got to go somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just go to the chairman. Yeah, and, yeah. Don't, and don't forget when we played. I mean, obviously it was all in proportion, everything, but we still got good money compared to your average man. Who was doing working down at Folds or whatever? Yeah. Like we was getting good money compared to that. We just mm. wasn't getting stupid money. Yeah, it was good money. But 
we was probably getting five, six times the national wage, whereas now they're probably getting 100, 150, 200 times the national oh, wage. Yeah, and that's just the difference. There's, there's more, this is a really boring stat for the podcast, but... Oh, no, so no, Paul, don't break out Paul, of it. Paul Bogner, no, we're not, we're not editing this. We're not <laughs> editing this, Gav. People want football facts as well. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a Man United fan. Paul Pogba's um, oh, yeah, tran- transfer yeah, amount as a percentage of Man United's total revenue yeah. is less than Dennis Law's was. So when they paid money for Dennis Law when they bought him, that was, say, something like 60% of their total revenue at the time. Yeah. Paul Pogba's something like 50. So it's yeah. just that they're making more money. So really, the Paul Pogba transfer is... Completely reasonable within that compared to what they've done in the past. That's not going to make it in, that's is actually, it? That's, that's not going to make it in. That's I'm very interested. Thank you. That was a great stat. <laughs> what about, yeah, what about his you. agent, though? What did he get? 16, 20, 20 million. 20 million. Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah. unbelievable. And so obviously, though, with the money and that, it's become a bit more professional, like, and with like camera phones and stuff. So, like, the, the stories of you guys going out, they can never get away with now just because oh, you get no. pulled up on it. Like, obviously, mm. you used to go drinking after sometimes. Frank McAvenny was, was out more. But <laughs> was, did you ever drink before a game? Is that anything you ever did? Or yeah. Would you go- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're moving on to Everton again. Um, uh, yeah, again, Howard Kendall. And, um, uh, legend. Yeah, listen, I, I'm That's not. I'm legend, not in, can I just say I'm not being in any way disrespectful because he did die last year. Or, yeah. You know, so you know, I loved Howard. I got on really well with him. Yeah. We had our ups and downs. Um, but he, um, when he took over, because Colin Harvey signed me at Everton. Was that the two two million? You yeah, two, record yeah. transfer. Exactly. Which yeah. was like for a lot me, of pressure. Uh, you are the Pogba. What year was that? 88, 1988. And I was, I was the right, most yeah. expensive what ever. What percentage British of the transfer. annual turnover was, it, was, was that doing that? <laughs> <laughs> How would I know that? Jules like, pointing at me like that as if <laughs> that first fact's going to get cut. And that's what people want in this podcast. They want facts. That is a great first facts fact. That cannot football. get cut. Facts, not but fun. If can that you... gets cut, I'm going to do the full Dean Windass story. You're not going to get anything on this episode. <laughs> but... Going back to 88, you had the, the big guns were like Everton and Liverpool, who yeah. had really successful in the 80s. And you had like Tottenham, Arsenal, uh, Manchester United. And that was it. It was like a big five more than anything yeah. else. Um, Everton paid. Um, they, they, they act, the actual transfer fee was £2,050,000. Yeah. Because Gazza had gone Newcastle Spurs for two million, And West Ham said I could leave if Everton paid more than what Gazza cost. So they paid the extra fifty grand to get me. And then all of a sudden, I'm the most expensive player ever in the history of British football. Yeah. And I found it really hard. I really, you know, because for me, um, and I'm not, don't mean it's big headed. I knew I was a good player. I knew on my day I was a fantastic goal scorer. On my day, not yeah. every day, obviously, but on my day, I knew I was a good goal scorer. But for me to be the most expensive player ever in the history of football, and I'm thinking, like, Gaza, I, you know, Gaza yeah. was a fantastic player, like, and I'm, and I'm being compared with Gaza, and I'm thinking, no, I don't want that pressure. I didn't want that on my shoulders. Yeah. I just wanted to get on with my job. But I had to deal with it. And then I went and got a hat trick on my debut, scored after 34 seconds. That was it. Like, like, every week, I'm going to get hat trick. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, I always say the best thing I ever did at Everton was my debut, but it was also the worst thing because it the put the pressure even so more. High. Anyway, we, I've drifted away from the drinking. Yeah, you're trying to like, swerve away <laughs> from yeah. getting pissed before a game time. So anyway, no, <laughs> Colin Harvey signed me, but yeah. he got the sack and then Howard took over. And uh, Howard actually encouraged the boys to have a glass of wine yeah. on a Friday night. So you've got a squad of 16 in those days. So yeah. you've got four tables of four. And what used to happen, he used to put a bottle of wine on each table, right? which was great. But the problem was there was three tables that weren't drinking. <laughs> and there was one that was. And I <laughs> got sucked in a couple of times with the one that's drinking. So what happens is, oh, pass that bottle over because we've done our one. Pass that one. So you end up, you're almost having a bottle of wine each. And... Listen, very unprofessional, yeah. but the manager encouraged it, but it wasn't really police because yeah. he was sort of eating in the room next door or whatever and let, he trusted you to get on with it, which is great, but yeah. you're all human. You have a couple of glasses of wine, you think, oh, this is a nice... Well, to be fair, that seems, is, like a, wanna... that seems like a look quite a civilised drink before a game, though, whereas Kev Gallen went out on the piss in his tracksuit and then come on as a sub. <laughs> Is that that's what you told us that last is, time, yeah, Kev? Yeah. Don't have the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's don't right. Have yeah, don't have the first one. Yeah. That is the, the clue. Yeah. yeah, That's the secret. Don't have the first one. Because you have the first one, you go, oh, I'll have another. And then, oh, you know, have another. And then yeah. you're getting a little bit pissed and you get, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it now. <laughs> there, was <laughs> a cu- there was a couple es- of games escalates. at Everton where I must admit I had a bit of a fuzzy head in the morning. And it's not good when yeah, you're not yeah. professional when you do it. But... You know, did it affect my performance? I don't know. Sometimes I always say, like, you know, it might take the pressure off. Sometimes, sometimes you, exactly, have a drink you can relax. And eat more yeah, that's and, right. And but I always used to say, no matter because they go on about eating and all that sort of thing. But I know, I my um, Saturday morning, I used to have a big breakfast. So I'd have sausages, <laughs> egg, 
bacon, beans, toast, and everything. And that was it. I, I'm, and I didn't eat then until the game kicked yeah. off. And I know now, everyone will tell you, you can't do that. But, but it was a lot of fuel the, for you. If yeah. yeah, but the point being, he's like, some weeks I was crap, but other weeks I'd get two, three goals, whatever. And then yeah. no one ever said, like, oh, you should have... Yeah. Well, the Because well, yeah, they like yeah, to give you food. Yeah, about half nine, ten o'clock. When I, st- I only quit, well, retired five years ago, but they used to be eating about 12, and that, for me, was just too late. Yeah. I'd go on the pitch feeling bloated. Yeah. I fucking yeah. can't run here. So I used to just write... Can't do that anymore. Ten o'clock. That's what, that's that why I did scrambled eggs and toast, and then I'd have a banana about twelve or something. Yeah. The produce. But the thing is, as well though, like when you when you played there in the eighties, if you were like you had a bit of a fuzzy head or having that big fry up, it wasn't like you was playing against everyone that was on this mental regime. Everyone had a similar yeah. diet. <laughs> everyone was. <laughs> everyone else had been doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a level playing field. Yeah, exactly. When so, I was um, when I first got in, there, just quickly back to West Ham, when I, I was a seventeen-year-old, I'd made my debut, and then the following Saturday we played Manchester United, your team away in the FA Cup. And we we travelled up on a Friday night. I'm 17, right? Yeah. And I had a normal, very normal upbringing. And um, we get to the hotel in Manchester, and they said, uh, "What do you want for your dinner?" And like, I'm sort of listening to everyone else. And well, fillet steak. I think fillet steak. I, I'd, I'd, I'd never had fillet steak yeah. really. I'd, I'd had a little bit, not a fillet steak, because yeah. that was the top of the range. So I had my fillet steak and chips or whatever, mushrooms, and on a Friday night, came down for the pre-match meal. It was a three o'clock kickoff. Twelve o'clock. And all the lads were having fillet steak and beans, and that was your pre-match meal. I mean, imagine if you'd done that now, because like it's it the one of the worst things, yeah. isn't it, for yeah. in terms of digesting? Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking, well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm 17. I've never, had, I'm gonna have another fillet steak. Yeah. I went home and told everyone I'd had two fillet steaks. <laughs> <laughs> we lost two nil. That weren't that weren't important. But I've had me two fillet steaks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thirty quid on steak. <laughs> um, we also, lost, but we ate well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bed and balls. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right now, Ian, it's time for your FIFA quiz. A FIFA quiz. So FIFA quiz. it's um, well, basically we. Well, do you want to explain, Ian? Do you, is well, I, d- I, I haven't got this. After it, basically, Joel, <laughs> the producer, puts together this FIFA quiz, and every week someone <laughs> criticise. Oh, well, who's done it this week? Chris has done it this week. Basically, whoever does it, it's always a sack of shit, and I get criticised. <laughs> People go, oh, this quiz so, is boring. Have, we got, so have you, we got to answer this? Yeah, or is so this ba- for, ba- for the no, listeners? Basically. Can you just explain so what's going is, on, Ian? Right. So, this is your FIFA ratings out of 100. And whoever comes closest wins a point. So, Kev starts from free, FIFA This is a computer game, Tom. Oh, right. oh. uh, FIFA the computer yeah, game. Yeah, it's computer-generated fo- football. This would be what my kids play. Right. Yeah, yeah, what your kids yeah. are playing. Oh, by the way, guys, I've got a YouTube channel now, Rob Beckett. And uh, I'm playing people on FIFA on it. Just, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> sorry, Kev. Sorry, mate. You'll be, you'll be desperate to get on it I'm once I get a few subscribers, mate. Yeah, you've been clawing at me, door, you little peasant. Sorry. <laughs> how many <laughs> How many subscribers have you got? I've got 12. I've just started 12. 12, 12 actually. Full time Devil's a yeah. channel I work for. Got over 200,000, no big deal. Um, right, anyway, let's just do sorry, the, so I've basically, got to you know, stop you know stats. FIFA computer game your kids play? FIFA. Yeah. Um, they've FIFA taken. What, what year? What, so what year right. is that? FIFA 2009 for Kev, where he's age 32 at MK Dons. And Tony's from FIFA 99, where you're 34 at Leicester. So who is going to win on speed? Tony. Not 34, surely. We were 32. Tony. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, it's only two years in, but neither of you are fast, according to FIFA. Okay. We're fast over so a yard. What do you reckon you got? One yard. Out of 100, what do you Out of 100, you I reckon I got about 71. But you've done this before to me last time and absolutely ruined me. <laughs> and don't start again. Lie. So you think you're 71. Out of 100, Tony, what do you I, think you I have got no idea where you're going with this. All I know is I probably would have scored two goals that game. I might not run anywhere. <laughs> 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 how about, think, oh, I'm 75. I've got yeah, no so idea. Out of 10, about. how fast do you think you were? About 77 and I was very quick when I was younger, but as about I got th- towards okay. the end. So 75. Yeah. So you got 44. <laughs> I didn't come up with these. This is FIFA. Look at me like I invented see this, FIFA. See this geezer here? He cuts about 30% just to mug us off. <laughs> Believe me. Right. So what, Kev, 65. Oh, uh, I don't. That's no, all right, that. Right, shot power. <laughs> <laughs> this, these ruin you, all, by the end. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm going for so shot power. Again, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going for 68. Ooh. 70, I don't know. I'll give you a clue. Um, both people can enjoy this. All right, okay. I was nearly right then. So, 
what did you say? Oh, 1768. We were near there, weren't we? In the middle of 69. Yeah. Oh, so, oh. Paterni, <laughs> Paterni, um, <laughs> oh, nice. I was it. the only one who got that one. Yeah, 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 Tony and Ian are vibing. I don't know what's going on. Old, old school joke, Robbie. Yeah. It was old school. It's a new, new double act. <laughs> Sniff and Cutty. Cannon and Ball. <laughs> Rivals. Um, you got 70. Um, I'll skip to some of the good ones. Aggression. Who do you think is the most aggressive? No, I, I wasn't aggressive not, at all. Not, if they wanted the ball, really. I let them have it. Well, <laughs> not me. I'll have a go, but can't be me more aggressive, surely. Oh, I don't know. You're showing the colours now, yeah, though, mate. Well, yeah. be, is it me? Is it me? We're on the camera. I said it can't be me. I did say, is it me? <laughs> well, I mean, Tony. I'm getting aggressive with these stats. Tony got 75 out of 100. Bloody hell. Right, so I'm more aggressive than the power in my shooting and how quick I am. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. best attribute of my no, game, aggression. You're not happy with FIFA, are you, that's Tony? Right. A lot of aggression. Um, uh, Kev, you're on 57. Still quite that's aggressive. Outrageous. What about, uh, do the last one, this is quite a funny one, I think, tackling. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> he didn't tackle. I, I never made a tackle. Eight. Well, that's how I many tackles he did in his old career. 24 or something. <laughs> 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 one tackle hurt you myself. You've done yeah, well in this one. Kev... You've, 38? You've overestimated how good you were at attacking. Really? That bad? 20? Yeah. 21. What did Tony that have? That is awful. Tony got a 75. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> Aggressive tackler, but not very Who good at running. These? Who done these? Chris. Chris did them. Oh, FIFA did What them. an FIFA absolute did. load of nonsense. Well, that is, that is nonsense, nonsense, isn't it? I made one two-foot <laughs> tackle with someone, got up and said, I thought I broke both my legs. I went, I'm never... Tackling again. That's it. Over. <laughs> Quit. Did you ever have and they're right. On my one, they're right. I don't know about Tony. I didn't did have down as a good tackler. Did you have any fights on the pitch or any sort of screwing up of anyone just avoided well, all that? Well, square up, but no. Oh, who'd you square up to? Loads of people. Just really? Mouthing off. Yeah, did you used to get in their ear like, and wind them up on the pitch? or just? Well, pitch? it only depended if they sort of started on me first and then I'd what give some back. What kind of stuff would, you, would be set? Did you ever, did you ever have that Tony? Like, you're just, <laughs> just like winding people up with verbals to get in their no, head. I, I, I very quickly realised what that I was like. I'm small. I'm still small now, obviously. And oh, yeah, I, you I, I just like when you got Tony Adams and you're looking up like that, six foot four or whatever. Yeah. whatever you know, I, I, I very quickly realised don't get involved in any verbals. There's no point. I just, wasn't going to win that. Yeah. Don't get involved in a physical battle because I'm not going to win that. Yeah. And my my in my mind, it was just all about movement, which yeah. is it still holds true now. If you move around, they, it was catch me if you can. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And so I just moved, and that was how I developed my game and where I got into space because of the movement. But I couldn't get involved in, in physical battles. And but in those days, it was great because well, we weren't great, but the, the 30 seconds into the game, they used to roll a ball into you, and the centre half would just go woof like that and put yeah, you up yeah. in the air from behind. Like now, it'd be a red card, but you used to, and, and the ref used to come over and say, oh, just, just to first it. one's free, yes, okay. Just, <laughs> uh, that was what they used yeah, to say, the referees. Achilles, but yeah. the ref <laughs> I know, it was unbelievable. Wheelchair, but but you didn't right. have any of that then, you just kept kept out of it? Or do you used to? No, you, when it? I got older, when I was younger, no. But then when I got older, yeah. Just, just like, saying your shit. Just your shit, you're the worst player I've ever seen. Really? Things like that, you're crap. Look at you, you're rubbish. <laughs> Real big arms, yeah. Don't forget, like, yeah, it was yeah. all about um, partnerships in those days, wasn't it? So, like, I mean, I had of McAvinney at West yeah. Ham. He used to get involved. Emil Heskey, I know, has been a guest, and I played three years at Leicester oh, with yeah, him. Yeah. But Emil was just a brute, and he used to push everyone oh, out of the way. He wouldn't yeah. tell so, us anything like that. We would ask him if he'd he's get quite quiet, bloke, stuff, he's quite quiet and polite. So he'd be like, "No, no, no, I never got." He just don't really didn't get on. Well, I don't think he had. Fights, he, no, he, he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't aggressive, but he was so physically powerful, and he used to knock people out of the way and all that. And then he'd run down the line, beat three players, cross it and I'd tap it in get all the glory <laughs> yeah. it was great fantastic I, I loved it who, who did you partner up front was anyone who used to do your dirty work for you well I started off with Les Ferdinand and he was a big fantastic oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, great very player. good at Edwin wasn't he not oh, that tall though was he he's not no, massive he's only 5'10 yeah. but he could lead what are you 5'6 five, 5'7 five, yeah about 5'2 you <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in, Joel. Uh, the idiot bit uh, no but he was a big powerful bloke so yeah, yeah. I was a kid and it was it was great for me. So he could he and he would take the the hits Hit, yeah. a little bit as I got older. And then I I was always sort of you always probably partnered except for Frank McAvenny, but you'd been partnered with sort of a, a bigger, more physical type maybe. Yeah, I've Graham Sharp as well. Like yeah, Paul so Goddard, good player. No, Paul yeah, Goddard was a good player. player. Was a smaller player, so but yeah. I had a real mixture of different people. Had Paul yeah. Furlong who was a big bloke as well. Good player. Yeah, very good, yeah, player. good player. Yeah. And then uh, who was that? That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That's it. That's yeah. all we need now. Done. Yeah, but, done. But as you got older, yeah, you'd be saying all sorts. Getting in their head. And just stuff. like 
people shanking off the pitch you'd be giving them well, that's rubbish what are you doing <laughs> trying to keep it on the pitch I played a, uh, when I was 18 it just came to me I played um, against Spurs and yeah. I played against Graham Roberts and Paul Miller Ooh. two really really tough players and um, what happened was um, Spurs got a corner and I never used to go back the corners because I was like five foot nothing and yeah. I would, all I did was get in the way so they used to <laughs> stay on the halfway yeah. line so I'm standing on the halfway line w- watching Spurs about to take a corner and Paul Miller come up to me just Elbowed me like that, literally, oh. like on cheek and that. What'd you do that for? He went, just to fucking let you know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> so that was it after that, and I just kept kept away from him. Kept away from him, kept run away, and we won 2 0. So. Yeah, exactly. But, but, you know, it was, job, it was but, a you know. it was a physical game back yeah, then, yeah. you know, and, and even but it's it's People say that, but that's that's assault, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a physical game. That <laughs> yeah, is, but there was no it, cameras, Rob. There was yeah. no cameras. Yeah, but right? no, it doesn't stop it being assault, does no, it? No, of course. <laughs> you, but if you remember, I mean, Paul Davis was the uh, the one who yeah, uh, originally first. got caught with the it was Glenn a high camera yeah. that got, yeah. got oh. him, and he, he and that's when it all started. Yeah, yeah. and then after that, so everyone... they used to do that a lot. Then just because like, obviously, like you know, it's just a physical game, but you just be standing there, and the game's miles away, and they just come up and elbow you in the head. Yeah, you would get like aggressive players like that, and that's why I say I couldn't take him on because he's six foot two. Yeah, I just thought, right, well, I've got find other ways to be clever and that was so, yeah. that was how it was I've just got a similar one but I was like you were a kid obviously then a bit younger 18, yeah. I, was 18 yeah. I was 32 and Martin <laughs> Martin Keown yeah, walking up for a corner Martin Keown just walked up to me he was about 37 yeah. 30 tough player, uh, yeah, t- yeah. just come up need me in the bollocks <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at him what are you doing and he just went and I just went fucking hell <laughs> what are you doing intimidation I'm not I'll get well away from him by the way still yes. shit myself yeah. <laughs> scared when you see him yeah, no, was he the one of the toughest players you played against Keown then oh yeah also right you was at West Ham with Harry Redknapp yeah as well how was that what was he like as a manager uh, Harry, laid back? I, I really enjoyed working under Harry um, yeah. now listen you know, Harry's Harry isn't he we, we know what he's like and um, at the time he was he was bringing in a lot of the foreign players yeah, and yeah. So it was it was a changing time at West Ham but um, I after I'd left Ever- I had six years at Everton which was great and then I signed uh, re-signed for West Ham and then I got sent off on my debut or well, second debut because I, I tried to lunge at Rob Jones remember Rob Jones the old Liverpool fullback oh yeah, I, yeah. I took him out I had a m- I little microstar that's figure the yeah. that's why you got 75% yeah maybe that was it maybe that was it so I got sent <laughs> off on my debut and everyone was saying oh, what are we buying back for and then I had a free game ban and then when I came back I scored the winner we beat Villa mm. 1-0 and on um, my home debut again but um, Harry was great. He was uh, he, he was a good man manager, I think. And you know, but he not, I, I felt that he only liked the players for a couple of years, and then he was then looking to turn it around. Unless it was you know. Nico Cruncher, and it just <laughs> every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple that he sort of took everywhere yeah. with him. But in the main, you had a couple of years, and then he just move you on. Yeah. You on. So but I, John Moncur was there with you. He was a bit of a. Uh, Monks, a lot of was, about Monks him. was an absolute lunatic. Um, <laughs> he, he's just become a born again Christian over the last three or four years. Really. Yeah, I said to him, Monks. I said, like, why, you know, why have you? After Harry was as a player, and he was, he was mad as anything, and yeah. he was Gaza's mate, and he had a lot of fun together. I said, why, why have you become a born again Christian? He said, well, he said, Tony he said, oh, I had my fortieth birthday party, all the families there and everything, and he said, I knew it was time to change when at eleven o'clock I was standing on a table with nothing on, dancing <laughs> in front of his family, absolutely stark naked. <laughs> So that was it. So that was the cue for him to change. I don't think he needs Christianity. I think he just needs to have like a glass of squash instead of a pint. But he done it. It, it was it was a bit like his party piece. Born again, Robinson's drinker. It was his party piece, though, Rob. Because what he used to do, like <laughs> we had in the Harry Redknapp days, and um, they, they was decorating the training ground. So yeah. they got the painters and decorators in and everything. We'd gone out to start our warm up, up past ten, as I said, and we, we're just doing it. We used to do three or four laps just as a little jog to get into it, and. Everyone's like, where's Monks? Because we knew he was in, yeah. just, but he just, he wasn't injured, but he just wasn't running around with the group. And all of a sudden, Monks comes out, right, and he literally has got a pair of boots and socks on. He's got absolutely nothing else on, <laughs> but he borrowed a paintbrush and painted his hair white, and there's all paint dripping down his face, where he'd obviously borrowed it off the painter, and he's, he's bollock naked. And, and he just starts to run with us. But the best thing about him is he doesn't laugh or anything. He does it and just sort of... Oh, really? Just, you know, like, and he's waiting for everyone to laugh at him, which obviously we all are. And he's saying, what are you laughing at? And all that. It was just like absolutely brilliant. I don't know Monks, Monks, fuck off him. Go and get your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to his church. Oh. <laughs> Imagine him on a he Sunday was, morning. He was proper funny. Proper funny bloke. 
Um, Julian Dix as well was there when you were there Dixie, as well. Was yeah. he, uh... Uh, well, Dixie, um, the best tribute I can give Dixie is that he was a fantastic footballer. I mean, he yeah. was very, very aggressive and he loved woofing people and putting them in the chicken run and taking players out. And yeah. in the, This is in the days when you could tackle and he got sent off a lot of times. The chicken run's a bit of... The, the, the old east side. Yeah, it's up, not up like a park. euphemism like sticking No, 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 that was, it was what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> a few of the boys <laughs> should be safe around there. sticking them in the chicken run. used to give Sounds like Julian Dixie's really yeah. getting his own little 30 man bundle on the go. Uh, these have been, this was the days when the the, uh, the stand was about two or three yards literally yeah. from the pitch. And you, you, as someone was running towards it, you could give him a little nudge and then they'd go yeah. into the chicken run, at which point all the boys would be giving him a bit oh, of a really? pound. Oh, and then really? it come out like yeah. that. All so the supporters are just. All the supporters are the steam in Yeah, it's right. You just give him a nudge and like, it's pinching Now you need out. a fucking cannon to get him over the new ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> need a transit van. Barge yeah. him in the transit yeah, van. Drive to the they ground. They just land on the track. They land on the running track. So anyway, Dixie was just, but he never used to warm up or anything. He just, he just get a can of coke, drink a can of coke, and then go out and play. No warm up, no stretches, nothing. Really? And he'd still be the best player on the pitch. Right before we go though, um, this is um, another quiz. No, it's a te- the team <laughs> talk feature. God. You just watch this and enjoy this. You can judge. Um, basically, before we used to do punditry, we used to give Ian and Jimmy or Kev now today a uh, goal scoring situation. That's to report back like there was on Soccer Saturday. Yeah. However, this is the team talk one. So now, so basically, you're in charge of a team and you've got to do the halftime team talk. So I'll give you the situation and you need to. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin, Ian. You these need to. And who are they doing the talk to? These you are or weird me? Or, as well. Um, to us too. Yeah, to us too. Yeah, so to me and Tony, you've got a bit of inspiration. Yeah, so you take turns. So, Kevin, you're up first. I'll give you a situation. You've got to imagine you're the manager and give it some. Um, I usually scream and shout. Yeah, quite scream late, and shout worrying. and just get everyone going. It's up to you, your management style. So basically, you're 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 gonna do Jimmy's. Uh, do you want Ian to go first or do you want to go? Yeah, let first? me see what he does first. You sure? Oh, go on. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then you can see what it is. I so, can't move the microphone back because I I, I scream because I'm a passionate man- manager. So basically, so um, Ian's not quite management level yet because he's sort of new in the game. You, well, you are the manager. So Ian, you're the um, you're promoted to from Waterboy to the kit man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so Ian's the kit man. Um, well, he don't do the team talk. Now. Yeah, I know, but well. Do you want to let me... Sorry, I'm, build, I'm building up to it. He's building like up to management story, level. This is his story, yeah? Do my so, coaching badges. So basically, you're the kit man, Ian. Yeah. The kit has come out pink after a pair of red shorts was left in the wash. Fucking hell, who's done that? Billy has forgotten all the socks. Billy's Ian's assistant. Um, you need to sort it all out before the match starts in 35 minutes. How are you going to sort out the situation? What are you going to say to Billy? Oh, God. <laughs> Right, you've got. Can you lead me into it? Okay, I'll, I'll do. Yeah, okay. So like, I'll, oh, I'll oh, say Ian. Billy, what do can I, you pass me the kit, and then what do I address you as, Ian or Sir? Or gaff. You, gaff. Okay, sure. What the kit, man? Gaff. Yeah. You, yeah. you made a gaff <laughs> if you flip me. Yeah. Put a red shorts <laughs> yeah. in. So right. you say, oh, sorry, sorry, gaff. They've all gone pink. Okay. And then I will get into character. Yeah. We'll see some acting. Um, ga- oh, gaff. Hang on a second. I haven't asked you any. I haven't asked you anything. Okay. Sorry, gaff. Sorry, gaff. He's a bit aggressive. He said that to me. He's definitely eighty-five. Like Roy Keane. He's gonna outfinger Harlan. Me in a minute. It's got the beard. Right, so. right. You right, Billy? Can I see the kit, please, mate? Uh, yeah, bit of a problem, Gaff. Um, you know though, you know your red shorts you asked me to wash. Yeah. Your, your red shorts you wear for training, just to. to yeah. Watch. What have you? Yeah. Um, you I, put them in a separate wash, I imagine. Otherwise, they bleed into the white away kit. Yeah. So I, ha- I haven't. I put them in the same wash by accident. And, and what's happened? All the kits pink. All the kits fucking pink. You piece of shit, Billy. We're going round in a fucking... We're not a team full of, of salmon. We're a football team. We're not Everton's current away kit, maybe. Fuck you, Billy, you're gone. We can't be seen We might as well go off with no clothes on. Painting our hair white or something. Dripping down our face. At least, thank God, we've got some socks. Yeah, they're, they're pink as well. All, it's all pink. What do you mean to do with a kit? We'll just go out with no socks then, mate. We'll go out with no socks and sandals and a thong. I don't know what I don't know what to say to you anymore. Why can't we just play in the home kit? I've just thought that's quite a sensible solution, actually. Oh yeah, we're at home. Go aren't the we? home kit. Yeah, yeah, we just play at home. That's absolutely fine, Billy. Oh, no worries. Oh, good. We'll get them sorted for next week. Oh, thank you. No worries. Thanks, good Gaff. Job. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Gaff. Bit of a resolution there. Oh, man. that's good. Yeah. It is very good. Thank you. Thank you. Got a resolution out of it. Thank you. Right now, Kev. Bye. So basically, you're managing Jimmy's veteran team because he's off ill. Um, anyway, so Jimmy's veteran team, the one bell, um, things aren't going very well um, for them at halftime. They're losing 1 0 in the cup. Um, Jimmy's tucking into a bowl of chips. So Jimmy's. A player still? Yeah, he's a player still. So you're the manager now. He's sitting there just eating chips. Um, they're losing 1 0. And the pitch is in a bad way after some heavy rain. Let's hear what you can say to get the team going. Lads, 
Lads, what the, what the, what the fuck's going on? Jimmy, put the, put the chips down. So we're 1-0 down against a bunch of amateurs. You, you fat git, pass it to fucking him. You run about and fucking get stuck in. The pitch is shit. Put it in the air, put it in the box and cause some fucking havoc. I've had enough of you fuckers, I'm off. See you later, fucking pull your fucking socks up. You bunch of beep. <laughs> I don't care. Proper old school team talking about. What were you having a beep at the end after all those fucks? Yeah, yeah, it was going to be CUN yeah. team. <laughs> <laughs> better not, better not that. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, thanks very much. It's been a brilliant episode. Thanks for coming on and uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Is it right? Cheers, and, boys. Thanks for having and me. And if you're listening, really don't, don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, share the podcast. Do write comments, constructive feedback, as well as if you like it or not. Oh, and no, don't, don't ask for them, mate. Don't ask them. But I reckon I'll be on the receiving end of some of them. <laughs> Please, <laughs> quizzes, keep, mate. Keep um, uh, rating it, sharing it, subscribing, and have you move up and take on the number one spot. Jimmy definitely be beat Dream Team. Next week as well. Jimmy might one? be back. Who's number one? I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know who's number one anymore. Who cares? The cereal was for a bit. This one, and Jimmy come back because yeah. Kev done well. Didn't yeah, he did very well, didn't he? Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy might have a job here. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make yeah. sure he's actually okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, cheers, Dad. See you next week. Bye. Sorry, Jim. <laughs>